So arise the day of wrath, that dreadful day, when heaven and earth shall pass away. What power shall be the sinner's stay, and how shall he meet that dreadful day? When shriveling like a parched scroll, the flaming heavens together roll, and louder yet, and yet more dread, swells the high trump that wakes the dead. Oh, on that day, that awful day, when man to judgment wakes from clay, be thou, O Christ, the sinner's stay, though heaven and earth shall pass away. So this poem does now declare that final day, Jesus returning in the air. Every eye shall see him and look above, seeing one and only who saves, he who invented true love. Awake from the grave, the faithful dead shall arise, caught up in the air with those in Christ still alive. Together forever, both to the Lord God go up, no longer any human shell, no longer corrupt. The old man is gone and the new does appear, so into the sky they travel to Jesus near. So to many Jesus appearing is a wonderful sight, yet to those who refuse him, it's just too bright. Gone in a flash, the sinful consumed, no eternal torture in which they are doomed. No burning hell, deep down below, that's not the Bible's view of the end of sin and woe. A thousand years next are given, God's books are open to the forgiven. Records are read and all is seen, above board and fair, God has been. Meanwhile, as all this is taking place, God's enemy is alone, wandering in disgrace. Lucifer, the fallen angel and the father of lies, has no one to convince, sin glamorised. Then, not until the thousand years are up, that God raises everyone that sin had corrupt. As they went down, without Christ they come up the same, looking now for someone else to blame. Deceiving again, Lucifer does lie and convinces them he's a stand-up guy. Gathered together under his ungodly banner, the unfaithful follow this murderous planner. Adding up to more than the sand of a sea, these ones who refuse Christ sacrifice free. Now they look to take something more and surround God's city, ready for battle sore. But it's all over before it's even began, and fire falls upon Lucifer and sinful man. Cleansed in a lake, not made for man, sin is extinguished, God's master plan. So this second death of a sinful soul is decided, because from Jesus they left and lived divided. He who was life, they wanted no part, and unto their own sinful way left to depart. Yet good news for the bad, there's no eternal misery. The lake does its job, the sinful soul is history. No more mind to think, no more body to move, no existence anymore, sin totally removed. A sombre topic for sure, which some people avoid, but the Bible truth is that without Jesus, the sinful soul becomes destroyed. So Revelation chapter 20 does the truth provide, about God soon returning to human sin and pride. Yet in the Bible there's so much more to be seen about the way Jesus saves and makes the sinner clean. Made ready for the return of his soon coming saviour, Jesus giving hope and re relevant relationship behaviour. Walking with Jesus, growing in him now, learning our master's voice with a hand on his plough. This way or that, the shepherd God we learn to follow. Nothing to worry about because our devotion isn't hollow. Jesus is a word made flesh, the word of God we cherish. And he will raise us again, even if we perish. On this note I end, but what will your end be? A lake that deletes sin, or living in Jesus eternally? Your answer? Well, I have no clue. 
I guess I will leave that up to you.